Hi, I'm Shivani Gupta and welcome to the Ask Shivani Podcast. I believe that one of the best presents that you can give yourself is time to be able to sit down and ask yourself some questions. I believe that the quality of the questions that you ask yourself will determine the quality of your life. Hi, this is Shivani Gupta and welcome to the Ask Shivani podcast. I am so excited to have Carlo Santoro today. I got an opportunity to meet Carlo about five years ago through EO Entrepreneurs Organization. Carlo does a variety of things, uh, but one of the things that he's very well known for is retail care. Uh, which is the best business partner a retailer could ever have. It specialises in a lot of things to personalise things, making sure that it's it's got comprehensive consulting. They also provide training services on retail operations, such as stocktating, reporting, rostering, developing. I know I've spoken to Carlo about a number of those things, also having a retail business um, on the side. Uh, He's also been involved in many businesses. And one of the things that's less known about Carlo is the fact that he gets an opportunity pre-COVID and I guess post-COVID to travel around the world to help a lot of individuals, a lot of EO members, but a lot of businesses look at the way that they do things. Um, And he's also somebody that I would, uh, I guess, make it sound like he's got this boundless energy, probably similar to my 10-year-old son. And he's also somebody that's pretty well known for somebody that's got, you know, a bit of a no bullshit, no BS factor. Welcome, Carlo. Thank you so much. What a wonderful introduction. I'm I'm wondering who that person is. (laughs) I want to meet them. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Um, I think it's pretty common amongst the EO tribe, certainly, Carlo, the boundless energy one. So you've been around the traps doing lots of different things, Carlo. Tell us a little bit about your business journey as well as your personal journey. I guess what have been some of the major turns in there? You know, often they can be positive or negative, but they transform us into who we are. So tell us a little bit about you first. Yeah, look, you know, the business journey, this retail care business, I started when I was 22 years old. Uh, and here I am 51, but it's been a crazy long journey. But the most interesting thing when I think about all the years, the ups and downs, you know, and all the stuff I talk about in the entrepreneur's world around, around leadership, especially, is for myself and what I do everything, like I speak about everything that I've done myself. And the number one thing that I've always done, I've just worked hard. Like it's just literally been, you know, it's about get up in the, in the morning, you know, you know, work right through the day and get my things completed. And this whole working hard sort of vibe in me is this energy that I guess I give out. And the working hard side of it, it, it not, it's not about success. It's actually about the happiness journey. So success, I, I don't know about that stuff. I find that difficult even to define because, you know, it doesn't really it doesn't matter. It's about my happiness around that journey that I go through. I want to love the business I do. I want to love the people I work with. I want to be great with the people I do things with. All of these environments bring the happiness to me. So I think, look at the journey of all of this, the ups and downs has always been smoothed out with a trend line of working hard. And this post-COVID world, it's crippled. I haven't worked as hard in a long time, if I may say, putting the hours in, solid hours in front of a computer, working with the team, uh, we've got Australia-wide team and we've got, uh, you know, overseas teams in Nepal, which I've had for 12 years now. So putting the hours in has been weirdly uh, my success, I guess, over the, over the time. And those hours have, you know, brought failure and brought success, whatever those do want to mean to, to any individual from a materialistic perspective or not. Uh, I don't know, it's a, weird, it's a weird one to promote because a lot of people talk about not working hard and taking days off and doing nothing. I don't know, it's not... I mean, I enjoy my 
downtime, don't get me wrong, but it, you know, it's all about whatever you do, working harder. I, I think that's been my story, I think. I don't know. <laughs> Tell and, us, and tell I, us a little it, bit about the failures as well. Tell us about some of the things that are, you know, yeah. when we say failures or lessons that you've learned in terms of things that you kind of tried and didn't work that have got to you to where you've got to. Yeah, people would have to be, you know, part of all the success and failures that I've had, you know, all these failures uh, that I've not followed, you know, uh, fire slowly, fire fast. I've got that wrong many, many times. Uh, you know, when I do it right and I hire really, really slowly and I buy really fast, it, it's worked very well. One of my biggest learnings around this has been uh, continuous employment. You know, I'm constantly continuing, you know, looking for people and hiring all the time around it. So uh, this people thing has been a big part of, you know, how well I am. My energy that we that people talk about all the time only comes from other people. So when I'm around people, I, I just, you know, I, I'm a bouncing bean because I just enjoy it so much about being with people. And it's not about the talking, it's about the listening, it's about the learning, it's about the storytelling. It's about what we can do together. And, you know, over the years in my business, I would say that I've definitely gone through times where I've not perfected my team. And then there are times where they're the best people ever. And I believe that's what's got us through uh, the whole COVID in the last 12, 18 months now uh, has been that my team has just been amazing. Uh, they've all stepped up and we've all come on this journey together. And I think that's been part of the success in my whole, all my years. But look, part of the good times has been always related to the people around me, the team that I'm involved in. And I think, um, yeah, that's the only way I could answer it, to be honest. Hmm. This year, if I may, if I talk about this last 12 months, it's been interesting. You know, we've had an amazing year through COVID as a business, uh, considering retail's been closed in my area of Victoria so much. Um, you know, we've been, we're a trade-wide business that's been closed here. And, and the part to success has been discommunicating. So I remember back in March 2020, just uh, maybe two weeks after the lockdown for a call, I, I called a, a company-wide meeting. We cancelled all our jobs for a, for a day. And basically, we made a list of everybody we can call. And literally, the whole team, myself, we all had a, a list on Excel we made. I mean, I think I had nearly 120 phone calls. All the staff had a minimum of 100 each. And we just rang everybody. And we didn't email, we didn't text them. We just rang everybody. And that that definitely was an amazing experience of, of just talking to people, not offering anything to sell, just being there for them. And that, again, you know, was a huge part of our success in the last couple months. And it's still things I want to fix. Uh, today, as we are, what you know, more than twelve months down the track, really. So it's been uh, that's another been, you know, good success. Can we talk about failures? I don't, I don't, I don't really see failure as 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 down points. They're just struggles. I guess I go there every day. I've had some pretty crappy times when it comes to financial. Pretty crappy times when it comes to people, clients. Really scary moments in the business. You know, uh, and I don't, I don't look back at them as failures ever. I, I look at them as just stories, their chapters, their moments, their, you know, stuff that I had to toughen up and get through and make big decisions. I'm not, I've never been great at talking about the failures because I could talk about my whole life being a failure. I could talk about life being a success. It, it doesn't really matter either way, I find. It's more about what, I don't know, what we do tomorrow, what we do today with the people around us. Yeah, no, that's a really interesting way of looking at it, isn't it? Because 
there's moments of that each day, as you said, and then there's some bigger ones, yeah. but you kind of work out a system to do that. What I hear constantly you're talking about is I work hard and I have a system and I kind of use it. Tell us a little bit about, Carlo, like when you've got challenges and we all face challenges, as we said, maybe daily, maybe weekly, maybe some big ones that come up. Do you have like a methodology or a system? Do you have a Carlo Santoro way of saying, right, when this hits the fan, when this happens, this is how I deal with it? Like, how do you go about, you know, is it a philosophy, is it a methodology? How do you attack it? What, what's your way of dealing when challenges come your way? Yeah, yeah, and, and they do all the time. Uh, you know, who I am today is very different to who I was, you know, 10 years ago. You know, if I think about the past, I very much react, you know, very, very quickly pick up the phones and speaking to everybody, what's going on, let me get, get involved and I'll ring, I'll sort it out, I'll fix, I'll be Superman and fly in and be the hero and all that would definitely go on in my world where now definitely, you know, let's sleep on it. You know, what's the effect going to be today? It's okay, everything will survive today. Maybe I need to sleep on it, think about it. Uh, you know, that is definitely my vibe now. And the other side of it, back to my team, they're just amazing around me. Um, they solve problems before I have to get involved better than I ever, you know, I let them get in, get their piece into it before I need to. So I think just that slowing down has been a, a big, uh, a big sort of awakening to it. But behind all of that, if I may say, that goes on around the madness of, of challenges that we get faced is, is a lifestyle, you know, pinned with foundational habits that allow my mind, my body to be able to deal with all this that then therefore you know, you, someone might call that a crazy big challenge. For me now, it's, oh, well, it's fine. You know, it's not, it's a normal world. So, so I think the foundation of the habits that I put into place, you know, the, I don't know, getting up in the morning, doing my core exercises, doing some thinking time, doing some journal writing, you know, planning ahead, having a schedule, having a bigger picture, having a vision, all of these sort of operational foundational sort of anchors, let's call them, um, you know, allow me to see things differently as not as a big enough challenge when a client panics, a staff, you know, gets concerned, has anxiety, um, my kids are struggling with something, my wife is, you know, not able to get things done, whatever it might be. And I can be very level-headed because of these foundational habits. A lot of people form habits without reason, not knowing why they're doing them. For me, they're just anchors to give normality that my day is okay. I mean, you know, these days I say, if I wake up, you know, it's a good day. So let's, every day is an awesome day because my eyes open and I see a beautiful sunset come, coming up in my window and I can get on with it. So the foundation of the exercises um, that I do every day that bring normality, I think that allows me to face whatever challenge I may be put in front of and, and, even them, they're not, they're never that stressful as much. I don't get those, you know, that bottom of the tummy feeling, you know, when you, you, you hear something on a phone call and you're like, oh no, that's going to be a big challenge, a big problem. I don't get that vibe as much as I used to. I wish I'd known more about these sort of foundational habits when I was younger. I definitely would have put them in place. And I, I do share them with lots of younger people now. Uh, but I think the world is full of this stuff a lot more now. So that, that's a good thing. But definitely, my daily habits, you know, are my anchor, definitely without fail. That's that's great, isn't it? Some people talk about resilience or building your reserves. It's almost like your daily foundational habits almost set you up for the day. So whatever then comes in, your methodology yeah. is mm -hmm. not about how you deal with the challenges. Your methodology, it almost sounds like, and your process is doing your foundational habits that then sets you up for whatever comes in. That's a really interesting 
perspective yeah, to look absolutely. at. Absolutely. And also, I think I think there's another, you know, beautiful thing my wife taught me uh, is, you know, you have a choice with everything you do. And do I choose, you know, the hard road or do I choose the easy road? Which, which road do I want to take on this decision? You know, and sometimes the harder road is to be the bigger person, you know? So it's not the easy road. The hard road is the road I, I take quite often. But but that's for me. That's not for anyone else. That's, you know, the easy road is to have an argument, uh, cause a problem, take over, and be the superhero. The harder road is to actually do the growing part where I can sort of step back from it, take a deep breath and go, you know, I'm going to do something that's uncomfortable, but it's going to be a greater result. So it's always, there's, there's also this concept that I'm sort of playing around my mind. What, what, you know, what am I going to do? How am I going to handle this? The easy road, the hard road, you know, this is, this is another filter I think I do, do a lot uh, around decision-making as well, where in the past it's, you know, quick from the hip, you know, there's a little bit of that still, you know, entrepreneurship, don't get me wrong, but I've got a bit more of a filter around it, I think, which is, um, you know, makes me feel a lot more comfortable about those, those challenging days. Yeah, and um, I remember one of the one of the sessions I had with you, uh, Carlo. You talked a lot about how what you do, and maybe this is the foundational habits. Um, you know, whether it's the way that we run forums or certain conversations. You also, I remember really learning from you in that conversation that you also do in your personal life. Can you talk a little bit about the fact that whatever your foundational habits are, how do you translate? Often people go, I do that in my business or people go, you know, I meditate and I do this in my personal life, but often they don't know how to marry the two. I just wondered if you could talk about that because you're one person I've come across that seems to kind of repeat your foundational habits wherever you are. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So there is only one life. I don't have a business life, a personal life, you know, all of that sort of, it is a, just a one big like so I've got to make it all come together whether I don't know whether I'm working from home here in my study to you know being on a plane and being in another country for two days what or running my my businesses it, it, it is still me so I've got to be true to myself whether I'm standing in front of my wife in front of my kids in front of my staff I, I can't be too busy trying to switch mode too much I've got to be true to myself all the time so to do that successfully you know, there is a, uh, you know, a mode of operation, I think, that I want to be continuous with and, and real to not, not switching all the time, because that can be quite difficult. And I think I might have done that when I was older. So I get back to the foundational methodology and, and something that I guess I started many, many years ago was this bigger picture, longer term planning concept. So, so when I think about, you know, a lot, of, a lot of entrepreneurs talk about their business planning, and that's all they sort of talk about, where I got introduced to the idea, you know, through the wonderful world of entrepreneurship and EO, where what I've done is I've, you know, planned the personal world. What do I want to do? Where do I want to be? What do I want to, what, what, you know, what's the life you want to have? And then you plug that into the planning of the business. And then the business is delivering, you know, we need to build a business that delivers this. So instead of sort of just having the business and then it delivers whatever it delivers, and then I've got to live whatever I can around that, greatness or whateverness, you know, the reality is that I can actually have a much more designed life. Now, when, when I communicate this quite often, people are quite scared by the planning, the long-term planning, it's, you know, too far out, it's too scheduled, you're too fit. And all I've learned is the more plans I have, the more more control I have. You know, if I've got a plan for this weekend and it's all scheduled and worked out, well, I have the right to change it. Where if I have no plan, then what do I mean? I'm just sitting there waiting for something to happen. And if there is, I'm, I'm uncomfortable, I'm going to anxiety because I've got nothing happening. 
But when there's a bigger picture around all of this stuff about what I want to achieve and where I want the family to go and the business to go, then I have more control. And for me, control is very important, as you well know. So, and for a lot of us, obviously, who probably listen to this show, this control is a, is a big part. But managing that control through scheduling and long-term visioning allows me to have that complete freedom. And so I put together a plan or a scheduler, a spreadsheet. Let's get back to basics, a spreadsheet which I review regularly around 87 years old. So, and what I did was, and that came in my 30s, that I worked on a plan where I could get bonus years through health, food, diet, you know, all of these, how I live, how I work, and so I get a bonus years. I think my app on my phone says I'm up to about 96 years. So I've got an extra nearly nine years of life out of that lifestyle. So, so I think it's not about, a lot of people talk about like, you know, this personal life, this business, like when you're an entrepreneur, 100% owner, it, it does become all encompassing. It's impossible um, to turn it off. And I actually don't want to turn it off as such. I love the journey of the building. So that that seeps into all parties. Like I could be just like I've been this morning for a walk with my wife and there's quality personal time going on. But at the same time, there's good visioning and dream time as I walk quietly with her, holding her hand, talking about whatever it might be, but in comes great thoughts. So there's that build sort of all encompassing life. So it's not about separating. I think that can be quite dangerous because if they're not connected, then they're not connected and therefore they're not connected. And so that can be, you know, really quite difficult, uh, you know, from the perspective of managing all of this at the same time. Yeah. So, That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. I love that, the way that you described that and went into some of the depth of that. Tell me a little bit about future aspirations. So with everything going on, and I know you're currently in lockdown again, yeah. um, you know, with what's happened, yeah. is there... Is there things that have sparked, you know, even due to that lockdown or other things that you've been thinking about for years where you go, and it doesn't have to be business related, but there's aspirations that you have in terms of, you know, what life looks like longer term. Tell us a little bit about that, whether it's personal, professional, both. Look, I mean, yeah, I mean, business hasn't changed too much. I mean, we're an Australian-based business dealing with retail and brick and mortar here in Australia and online, and that's been going very, very well as we've adapted to the new way of doing business. The whole team's working from home successfully. Uh, we've got a whole work, uh, you know, balance around the office and how that's going to operate, so we're feeling pretty pumped up around that. But the reality is, yeah, where does that all take us in the future is a really, you know, interesting, you know, concept. In all honesty, other than the key travel, if you look at my key travel plan, that's out the window and I have to be straight with that. And that's honest and real. You know, there is no, I've got no desire to rush back to this old life. Again, it's like rushing back to my problems, rushing back to stuff that you might feel like is just there and it's just not, I'm not interested. You know, the, the future is the future and that's all I can control. So that's what I'm going to manage. So yes, there has been adaptations to future goals around that sort of side of it. But other than that, no shift, no change whatsoever. So there's just adaptations around bits of life because we're home more. Where do I spend my money? How do I want that to be invested? It's very interesting. But you know, this, this is a 10-year problem, I do believe. You know, it started 2020, it'll be, you know, in general gone in 10 years as we go through this big cycle. You know, there, I'm not, you know, I gave up on the word COVID and coronavirus, you know, back in May. I don't really talk about it. I'm not that interested in saying it. They're just blame game. This is the new way of life. It, you know, so that's what I'm, I'm living. 
And that is that is a mindset that now I've released all of it. So whatever, like the Melbourneian to you, lockdown number three. Yeah, but some it's a big deal. We want to talk about it on social media, but it be I'll get on with it, you know. And that's you know that's the focus. That's the attention. I think of you know it's like better than being a deer in headlights and being scared by and giving up and having a week off. No, it's deep into business. So the future, the future. What does it look like for me? It doesn't look that different, really. You know, it's a you know it's a lot about quality time. Probably is the core basis of all future plans for me. And quality time is whether it's you know whatever I'm doing. It doesn't matter. It's got to be real and focused. And now, whatever that might be, it's not dreaming. It's the now of that quality time. You know what whatever it might be. And that that's I think that's all I can control around that. Uh, and that's what I will focus on and continue to do. And so the business itself is no different, you know, and this is an important part for the success of the team as well, that I have to focus on that for them. So that's, that's the reality. So there is no dreaming of the future, it's pure planning for the future around this model that's working really, really well for us. You know, it's not the giving up of anything. Um, and this globalization I got talking about recently, uh, you know, people are talking about giving up on globalization. It hasn't shifted. It's still there. I'm still doing deals and business overseas and investing overseas as well. So don't don't give up on those as well. There are big opportunities, even if we can't travel there. So I think I think I think it's going to be more realistic around what we are doing or what we can do and what we are doing now. And it's not you know too much around the old world. Okay. Stop talking about it, don't get caught up in it, just remove it and move forward. No blame games. I think that's really making, I guess, the happiness continue. Um, other than that, you, you're in quicksand. Simple as that. Yeah, awesome. Um, mm. You've already talked a bit about this. You've got your foundational, um, you know, things that you do. Um, are there other rituals and practices that you have that help you maintain your wellness? You talked a bit about... Um, Carlo earlier you talked a little bit about you know I kind of know that I'll keep adding years to my life so are there certain things that you track that you could dive into a little bit more around yeah. your you know rituals and your wellness absolutely I mean every look whatever I'm doing is working for me so it doesn't mean it's for everybody obviously uh, I'm not a preacher of that stuff but gotta work for yourself uh, so for the crazy things that I do, so, so the, lots of basic things for the morning, very much about at my age, it's about strengthening for the long term. I'm very focused on, you know, inner strengthening. Um, I do my running, you know, pretty much four times a week, which is, you know, all about my cardio, so the strengthening and the cardio. And then there's the journaling time, which is all about the mind. Uh, and my great assets, I don't do it every day like some do. I do it three or four times a week, which works very, very well for me. I'm very male orientated where it's, you know, like a, a travel itinerary, you know, of what I did and what I feel. So it's got that that vibe to it and it works for me, which is really important. I think, I think one of the fun things I started about seven years ago, uh, which is one big challenge for the year. So that's, I've enjoyed that. And as my kids... Uh, are growing up, watch, letting them see me do that as they sort of see me go on that journey. So I started really simply seven years ago where I, you know, I wouldn't spend a $5 note, saved all of those, then it was a $10 note, then a $20 note, then a $50 note. And then I've moved away from that, you know, and moved into so more around a sort of more challenging one, which is food. So last year was no hot chips, no hot fries whatsoever for 12 months. This year, the kids gave me no crisps, no packeted chip style of any sort. 
And that's probably one of my biggest weaknesses is that. So I really quite enjoy, I mean, I'm here on my, what did we, February, you know, we're 2021, I'm, you know, a month and a half in, and it's actually quite difficult. But these are, again, little anchors that make me feel, you know, you talk about, people talk about success. You know, if you want to, getting through a day and not having that success, getting no, no hot fries last year is a success. You know, spending that money, I've got all this, you know, some cash piled up. For a bit of fun, I'm feeling for myself if that makes sense. But but the reality of these anchors of constant, you know, habits have been really quite powerful for me. Um, I'm not a big reader. I like to form uh, a lot of my thoughts myself when I write stuff down. But I don't, you know, I read a little bit. I listen to podcasts, but I'm not. They're not part of my habits. I do them when I want to do them. And I don't force myself to do that unless I really want to. I usually only do that when someone says, "Charlie, go read this. Charlie, someone great like yourself has read this book." And I'd read it because you said that. So um, that's, I don't have them as part of my habits. Um, a lot of other habits, you know, around the family, eating together, you know, they're good, they're good solid anchors you know, from that perspective, how we clean up and do things around that. In the business as well, our cycle around our meetings, we actually have a team's meeting online, have done since March last year, 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. every workday. We have not missed one. It's a lot, but we it's been a really good anchor for the team to stick to around, uh, you know, communicating with each other, which is really important. Uh, you know, getting ready for the week every Sunday night, another one as well. In the mornings, I take an hour, I turn my internet off, and I do all my email, and I clear my go zero inbox, and then I do it again at 4 p.m. before the 5 p.m. Uh, in call, so I'm inbox zero. And the team are very good at this as well. Where, but we think they're very basic sort of, I guess, rituals that I've been doing for a long time. Um, the other thing is uh, around friendships as well. So I'm very focused on um, anchoring and on communicating with, I've only got really, what, five best friends. So very anchored around how I communicate and making an effort to reach out to them. Uh, so, you, you know, using uh, WhatsApp, uh, phone calls as well, obviously, which is more powerful than anything. But very anchored around those sort of, uh, regular ongoing communicating and checking in on on those relationships at, at multiple levels not just you know boy sort of check in I'm talking you know real emotional level check in how are you and not not because of lockdowns and all that sort of stuff just in general around our relationships so I'm very focused on those sorts of things as well and also with my family my parents they're very focused on uh, connecting with them you know as they've, they've got older to make sure that you know, I'm there regularly in their time zone as well. So I think all of these things that, that people could say uh, that these things are occurring, but I'm actually very active about them. It's not magic. It's like, oh, and I go, oh, I think I better ring. It's not, I'm actually active about it. I've got a fully color coordinated calendar system that I use to make sure visually, I, without reading, I can go, oh yeah, that's quite balanced this week. Oh yeah, that's quite balanced that week. So I'm very focused on using colour to help me stick balance as well. I don't know, there's a few ideas. If they're, they're working for me, if, they, if anyone wants to try some of those, you're very welcome to. That was amazing. That was I got about six ideas there. I've got a colour-coded system, but I love the fact that you said that um, just to sort of see that, you know, it's almost like a rainbow colour and making sure that yeah, there's quite a few different colours yeah. rather than everything being work or everything being personal in there. Um, that was beautiful. I also love the fact that, you know, it's not just the lockdown, it's the, it's the, it's the more detailed stuff that you do over and over and over again. 
Um, yeah, Carlo, if, if people wanted to follow you or find you, whether they're in retail or whether they just love this conversation, what's the best sort of form? I know uh, we can post the fact that, you know, you're on a couple of different mediums, but where do you love uh, people connecting in with you? Yeah, but look, it's an interesting one, that one. Uh, you know, I don't do a lot of social media. I actually got off it about six, seven years ago nearly for the sole reason I went through a, a six-month period of working on the word value, where does value come from? Um, and, and I posted and I got liked, but I didn't feel anything. So I actually got no value from what I decided, and so I got off it. So I don't really post much anymore, and I don't, but I am all over it for business. So I guess, you know, I've got my I've got my LinkedIn, which I, I spend a lot of time on, and Carlo Santoro, which is nice and easy. I'm on Facebook, Carlo Santoro. I do enjoy reading Twitter for the real-timeness of it. So I'm there under Carlo, Carlo um, GS and Carlo. Uh, you know, and, and Instagram, I'm there. I'm on all the platforms, but I'm not posting. I find it's uh, not a lot of value. So I'm a bit voyeuristic, um, but I guess the direct Communication is always the best. I don't know, EO at, uh, or me at carlosantora.com. I use, um, you can always email me. And through those mediums, you can call me. I'm a big uh, talker, as you can probably tell. But I do enjoy, you know, having copies of people. I still do that. Would you believe in this lockdown world, we have virtual copies. Um, it's a lot of fun. That I really enjoy connecting with people one-on-one -on -one from that perspective. Um, social media is great. Um, but I just don't find that there's that enough, you know, I can get the energy via this, don't get me wrong, but it's, I do enjoy the one-on-oneness. So they're, they're the best platforms for me. I'm, I'm available any, anywhere, anytime, I guess. So, yeah. Hmm. That's awesome, Carlo. I just want to thank you for your time today. Um, I'm going to go back and listen to it as we're editing. And I can't wait to share that. I just really appreciate you, really appreciate you in the EO world and really appreciate you and the conversation that we've had today. Thank you. No, no, wonderful connecting with you again. And, and I love, love your podcasts, what you've been doing. I've been listening to them recently. So thank you so much for including me. Awesome. I'm Shivani Gupta, and you've been listening to the Ask Shivani podcast, where I got to ask some questions. Thank you so much for listening. Please follow Ask Shivani on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And if you haven't done so, please go to the Apple podcast and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. It would mean a lot. Thank you.